Hey, Grace family, this is Pastor Ryan. I'm sitting here with Blake, and we have once again open in front of us uh, the Second London Confession of Faith of 1677-89, our church's Confession of Faith. We're walking through that this year. And open before us this time is chapter 12. That is the chapter for the week ahead for our church to read through and consider. Let me read that. It's, it's just one paragraph. This chapter is of adoption. The paragraph reads this way. All those that are justified, God vouchsafed in and for the sake of his only son, Jesus Christ, to make partakers of the grace of adoption, by which they are taken into the number and enjoy the liberties and privileges of children of God, have his name put upon them, receive the spirit of adoption, have access to the throne of grace with boldness, are enabled to cry, Abba, Father, are pitied, protected, provided for, and chastened by him as by a father yet never cast off, but sealed to the day of redemption and inherit the promises as heirs of everlasting salvation. One word to note there is that word vouchsafed in the original version. Jim Renahan, in his new work to the judicious and impartial reader quotes from the Oxford English Dictionary, which is a great dictionary to talk about old words from the 1600s, words like this one vouchsafed. What does that word mean? Well, the Oxford English Dictionary defines it this way, quote, to give, grant, or bestow in a gracious or condescending manner. So this is essentially saying all those that are justified, God has given, granted, bestowed in a gracious or condescending manner uh, the reality of this text. Mm -hmm. But Blake, as we look at this, what jumps out at you in terms of this doctrine as to why this is such a helpful thing for us to consider in a confession of faith? Well, it's it's a comforting it's a comforting chapter. We've spoken about this before, but particularly um, comforting in that this chapter uses family language. Yeah, yeah. We're we're called sons. Um, one of the one of the points you you just read there, um, we have God's name put on us. Mm. So the chapter before this, we're justified, but we don't remain in the courtroom. Oh, that's good. We're brought into the family of God. And so the, there's the, the confession just takes us further, as does the Bible. We're in God's family. And there's just all these sweet benefits uh, that we can, we can read over, we can soak in, and it's all in one concise, really well-written chapter. Yeah, and you use that word benefits. I mean, really, since chapter 7 of this confession on God's covenant with us, uh, there has been a chapter by chapter description of all the benefits that we have coming out of the covenant of grace. You know, last chapter was justification. We are declared righteous in the courtroom of God. Here, as you mentioned, there's familial language, and we're adopted as sons and daughters. The next chapter is going to be of sanctification, Mm. growing in Christ-likeness. But this chapter, as I was reading it, particularly just jumped out at me, all the bullet point things, just little phrases that would be worth meditating and thinking upon in the week ahead, and even looking up the passages of Scripture that are connected to these phrases. We confess this for a reason, and it is, as you said, so very comforting. Yes. Well, you know, it says we're pitied by God, we're protected by God, we're provided for, we're chastened by Him as a Father. Not everyone is given these privileges. This is only the household of God who yeah. are who are pitied in, the, in this particular way, who are sealed for the day of redemption, who are given the spirit, who are able to cry to God, Abba, Father. These are all peculiar to God's family. 
Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. This is a wonderful one-paragraph chapter. Great way to spend a couple of moments over the week ahead, just meditating on these wonderful truths. That's right. Another, just another point to mention, just as uh, if if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, another reason to to read the confession often is because of chapters like this. If you want to teach on this doctrine, there's no better place to look than right here because it's concise and it's clear and it's just, it's thorough. You have all of these different points uh, listed one after the other, and then you have these cross references that you can you can look up and 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 access. And so, if you're a teacher, um, this is another reason to use the confession regularly. Yeah, as you were saying that, I just was thinking, may we never say that rich statements of doctrine are are dry. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. this statement is just so soul nourishing. Yeah, and and it, the paragraph even has a rhythm to it. Yeah, as you as you read it, it's it's like wow, that's. That's well written. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, another wonderful chapter uh, to confess from the Word of God together as the people of Christ. Consider joining us on this journey this year, this calendar year, as we journey through the confession of faith. 